I'd like to encourage you, we're going through Psalms, and this next week I encourage you to, you know, if you don't have a Bible app, download it on your phone. I'd encourage you to do that, and uh, you can download ones that uh, will actually read to you. So as you're going to and from work, to and from school, listen to Psalms 30 this next week. I encourage you. But today we're going to look at Psalms 29. It begins this way. It says, Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Now here's something I guess I want to look at is, do you feel like you're a mighty one because that's who it's addressed one? It's addressed to. Give to the Lord, O you mighty ones. Do you feel like you're mighty? The Bible talks about mighty men on the earth. What I find a lot of times people don't feel like they have very much might. That they're not mighty men and women of God a lot of times. But I believe that you are. When you accept Christ, you receive his light, his strength. You're infused with his blood, righteous blood. You're a new creation, a creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. You are the mighty ones when you've accepted the Lord. Can I say, can you hear man? You are the mighty ones. And you mighty ones have this opportunity today. To do this, to give unto the Lord glory. Can you just say that today? Glory. Are you glorifying the Lord? Glory. Give the Lord glory and strength. How is that possible? Because the Lord is the one that gives the strength. Let me read on. Verse 2 says, Give unto the Lord glory due His name. Interesting terminology. Due His name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of His holiness. God created all these things that we see. Plants. Animals planets, the sun, the moon, the stars, the atmosphere, all these things God created. They're beautiful. You're beautiful. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for giving me this opportunity and the praise team, the opportunity to sing with you, to glorify the Lord together. All this beauty, though, is nothing in comparison to God's beauty. When we get a picture of God's beauty, a glimpse of it, it changes everything. It goes on to say, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The voice of the Lord. The Lord spoke things into existence. He said, let there be light. And there was light. And he said, let there be a firmament. 
in between the waters, above and below. He spoke things. And here again it says, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. Now let me just say, if you read Genesis and encourage everyone to at least read the Bible through one time completely, every word, everything, I encourage you. I implore you to make that a goal, to read the Bible through at least once, everything. But it begins this way. It says, in the beginning, the earth was void and without form. And darkness hovered over the face, and the Holy Spirit hovered over the face of the waters. The waters. Now, our world is chaotic. That's the way it was at the beginning. There was this chaos, and God brought order to the chaos. And the voice of the Lord can today do the same thing. He can bring order to our chaotic world. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. He's still speaking over the waters. But many times it's you and I that speak what he speaks for him. Can you, will you speak what he speaks? The God of glory thunders. Has has thunder ever frightened you? Startled you? Shook you? I mean, it, it was, the lightning struck so close, I mean, the whole house rumbled. You, that's the voice of the Lord. It said the Lord is over many waters. He's over your waters. Many people feel like they're being washed away. They're in a torrent that they cannot escape from. But the Lord's voice is over those waters. It says the the voice of the Lord is powerful. Is it? When you hear it, it's very powerful. But the thing is that you can speak the words of God. The power that is in the word, you can speak. See, I look around the room today and I don't see anybody that's mute, that cannot speak. You have a voice. If you can't speak, well, you can type, you can write. You have a voice. How are you using it? The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. It's majestic. And your voice is majestic when you speak what God speaks. It says the voice of the Lord breaks cedars. Yes, the Lord, the, vo- the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. It goes on and says, he makes, he makes them also skip like a calf. I don't know if you've uh, ever watched the cattle next door here, but uh, when they'll have a calf or whatever, have you ever seen a baby calf run and skip? I mean, they'll run and kick up their legs and skip. It's a beautiful sight. 
Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. You may feel like you're in the, in the fire today, in the flames. And I don't uh, necessarily like to compare myself with other people. But sometimes things help to motivate us that other people do. See, in the Bible, it tells a story about the three Hebrew children, the boys that were cast into the fiery furnace, and in that they were not harmed. How is that possible? Because the Lord can divide the fire. Brad, do you have that picture? I'm going to show you a picture by Vec. Uh, Vinny's husband sent to me. This is an ordination service in uh, India. And in this ordination service, one, this gentleman they're going to show a picture of here in just a moment, um, is a man that uh, he's unable to walk with his feet. He walks with his hands. Now this chapter starts off and he says, Oh, you mighty ones, give to the Lord glory. Give to the Lord strength. This guy, sitting in there in the chair with his legs folded up, he just got commissioned to go spread the good news, the gospel, the gospel of peace, the gospel of salvation to the people in India. So let me put this in context to you. Just a few weeks ago, they sent us the picture of the young man that his whole back is gone. It was eaten off by acid, and people came up to him and threw acid on him simply because he believed in Jesus. And this guy is about to go tell his neighbors and his friends about the great God. And he's going to do it by walking on his hands. He's giving God his glory. He's giving God his strength. Whatever he's got, he's giving it to him. Are we going to give it to him today? Are we going to give the Lord glory and strength? What we have? It goes on in the verse says, The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everyone says glory. Everyone. It's amazing how many times it's brought to my attention where the Lord is and where these settings are. In the story, look at where are Where's this taking place? Here, it's in the temple. Everyone says 
glory, 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 glory to the Lord. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood. The Lord wasn't up pacing. He wasn't nervous. Now I want you to picture this, the flood. He sat enthroned. And he says, the Lord sits as a king forever. The Lord, he's the king forever. The Lord, get this though, this is how the chapter ends in 29. The Lord will give strength to his people. Not to other people. To his people, he gives strength. Then it goes on to say, the Lord will bless, that's to multiply, his people with peace. I can't always tell you how. I just know that he does. Are you mighty today? Are you a mighty one? Come on, Tony. No, I was going to get the, excuse me, the other Tony right quick. He's, I appreciate that. I need to specify that. Thank you, Tony, for coming up. Tony wanted to give his testimony. Let me say what he wanted to do specifically. The Lord, Tony wants to give glory to God for what he has done. He's going to share his testimony with you this morning. Good morning. God is good. Amen. And give him all the glory. My name is Tony Mendez, and I'm Rudy's oldest brother. And I come here this morning just to thank God for what he has done in my life. Three times I was in the hospital bed and they said I will not pull out. And they had to cut this and cut that and just, you know, all kinds of messes. But hey, God's, I kept, you know, feeling that God was already curing me. Why were they going to do this? But it doesn't matter. It's what God matters, what he says goes. So I always believe in God and still believe in God. And they promised me I would never walk. I walked from there to there. Pretty good. You know. I walked. I worked at my flower beds yesterday. So, you know, here I am. And I've only been out two weeks at a hospital where I was laying down there and the therapist says, get on out of here. We don't need you. You're all right. So here I am. But, you know, what I wanted to do was to thank God in front of people, give him the glory, and to thank all these people that's prayed and thought about me while I was in the hospital. But, you know, it was three times they were, I was in there. 
but here I am now. Whatever he, whatever he has in store, I'm ready. Amen. Amen. Now, I was there for two of those times with uh, Tony, and um, they said, you're not going to make it. I don't know if anybody else has got that news in the room, but three times for him. Is God good? Does he deserve the glory? Does he deserve the strength that he has? Whatever strength and glory Tony has, he's given back to the Lord. But are you a mighty one? If you can save one person, would you do it? Well, I believe you can. I believe that you can help save someone else's life by sharing the good news of the gospel. The question is, do you possess the glory and the strength? Yes, you do. I do want to warn people, especially young people, The enemy will come to lie to you. The enemy comes to try to seduce you. And he would just want you to give the strength that you have away. Give it away. I've seen many people that they, their mental capacity, they gave it away to things that don't deserve. We've all been guilty of sowing our time in the wrong places. I encourage us all to think about, think about where we sow our time and what we give away. Have you given anything to God? Well, I want to say again, thank you, because I felt like some of you people were hoarse from singing so energetically this morning and praising the Lord. You gave unto the Lord. Glory to his name. Some of you raised your hands. See, worship involves giving things to somebody that deserves it or that's worth it. What we emphasize, what we base our livelihood on points to what we behold or hold as beautiful and sacred. I encourage you to give your glory and your strength to the Lord. If you have children today, I do not want you to turn them over to liars. If you're an adult, 
And you can make a rational decision. That's up to you. But children need guidance. They need direction. They need influence. And the enemy is trying to lie to people today and tell them that they need to do things to their children, for their children. Do not give your children to the enemy, to those that lie. You know what the, I encourage you to do if you want to inject something in them? Inject the Word into them, the Word of God. Encourage them. God's given us a voice. God's voice is a thundering. Unfortunately, many times our voice is a whisper or sometimes silent. God's voice shakes the wilderness. In his temple, everyone said, glory. In Philippians 1, 6, it says this, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Have you committed your works to the Lord? Do you? Daily commit your works to the Lord. When you do, your thoughts or your plans will be established by the Lord. Jesus came to this earth and he came to his own people and he preached to them this. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It is here and now. Do you believe that the kingdom of God is here today in Frisco, Texas, and now. The kingdom of God is here. He said repent or rethink about God and what he's doing and what he wants to do. See, God wants to do a good work in you. You probably have no issue or resistance to that thought. That God wants to do a good work in you. But God not only wants to do a good work in you. God wants to do a good work through you. The mighty ones of the Lord. His people. He wants to work through us. God is a God of peace. Now there's some other religions that talk about peace. But. They don't bring peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. God is a God of peace. And God will give you His peace. Will you stand with me this morning?
I want to pray for you. And then I want to ask for you that will to come and allow us to pray with you. Will you close your eyes with me and allow me to pray for you this morning? God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you heal mine and everyone here, our attitudes, our intentions that are not for peace. Lord, I pray that the peace, that state or being of wholeness, of well-being, embracing both the spiritual and the physical be in us. I pray that our relationship with God and with others are without hostility. I pray that we realize in Jesus we owe nothing. Our debt is cleared. Do you have that peace this morning? I pray this in Jesus' name. If you've not yet accepted Jesus Christ, I invite you to come and allow us to pray with you. If you're sick today, I invite you to come and pray with us. If you need to renew your faith today, I encourage you to come and let us pray. The Lord's house should be called a house of prayer. So whether you come up front and allow us to pray with you, or you're there at your seat, would you pray with those that are with you? Can you pray for them and with them, even now? Hey, I'm Morgan. Thanks for listening to this week's message. You can find us online at fcfrisco.org or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are located in Frisco, Texas. We have services on Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. And you can join us for our Wednesday experience at 6.30 p.m. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode.